Hey, this is Casey Kearney, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, and uh, welcome to another week of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Howie. Yes, and... uh, I don't know. I'm getting. I'm. A, I'm a little tired, and I, and as we pointed out this morning, we both kind of showed up on our 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 video screens here with our hood up and mm-hmm. and uh, just our typical. We're we're recording this on a Sunday morning, so we're kind of uh, we're definitely the boys in the hood this morning for sure. Literally. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Not a figure of speech this time. A little. Uh, oh yeah. We are literally the, the boys in the Amish hood. <laughs> I can I can see a spin-off from this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Get weird out of right to hit. That's right. That's right. The dedication <laughs> that we have to making this show run every single week, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I'd hate to see what if we what if we were both like really sick, would we still be like, you know what, let's just do this anyway. I don't know. I don't know what we do. Maybe <laughs> we try to do a different night or maybe we try to do when we were feeling better. I don't yeah. know. Well, hopefully we don't come across that, right? That's right. I mean, it would be an interesting show if we both did this in a delirious state, you know? Yeah, All met absolutely. it up and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I guess uh, speaking of all met it up, um, mm. maybe maybe this week's mystery clip would be kind of a good one to kind of roll into. Yeah, I guess. I mean, kind of transitioned <laughs> into that pretty nicely, I guess. Yeah, I like that. So uh, Without even trying. I know. That was an accident by far, but... um. I'm actually starting to play this, and um, we'll let this play for maybe a few seconds here. Yeah, I would say most of you folks should know who this person is. Um, Every era, even uh, our era, and probably eras after ours, you know, probably know who this guy is, right? Yeah, and um, I guess the reason we picked this song in particular was not just because it was Elvis Presley, but because on this day in 1958, um, it was the first ever single to enter the chart at number one. Yeah, yeah, in the and, UK. Uh, this was in, in the UK, in the UK, correct, in the yep. UK. And it was Presley's second UK number one hit overall and went on to sell four million copies in the US then. Mm. So. Yeah, so think about that. Four million copies in the music industry is unheard of anymore. I know, I know. know. Because, well, obviously because of the internet and and the ability to yeah. just because everything's just streamed now, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's all I did. You yeah. know, just de- streamed his song on YouTube, and there you go. It's uh, I got to listen to whatever song I wanted to, but uh, but yeah, number one in uh, what was that? 1958. 58. Yeah. Yeah. 1958. And it was only, what, 20 years later, less than 20 years later, is when uh, he passed away. Yeah, only at the age of 42. Wow. Yeah, no, that's just still hard for me to believe that all, like, these icons, you know, Mm -hmm. the John Belushi's of the world, the Elvis Presley's, um, you know, just dying at, like, an earlier age than what I am today. Right, right, yeah. It puts things in perspective when you think about it like that. You know? Yeah, it does. It does. It makes you think, okay, you know what? Have I done everything I can to amount to what I can? And, yeah. You know. And to be around as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. And, and we were kind of just talking a little bit before we started recording. And I was just wondering, 
and, and I, you probably almost have to talk to somebody that was kind of around when he really came up and rose to fame. But yeah, what do you think about what was it about him that made him such an icon? Do you think? Um, you know what? I think it was his style of music. Uh, and and I've heard this actually. Um, I've heard this because uh, before him, uh, you know, it was unheard of for um like a white a white guy at that age singing like that i was always mm-hmm. heard that like his his music was usually more like soul music and more fitted for like um blues. like yeah blues or motown and uh and now all of a sudden we got this guy coming on board and singing and everybody was like in awe i was like oh my gosh i, I can't believe that voice is coming out of that guy's mouth or whatever um, I mean, yeah. I've heard that in the past, and uh, and and let's face it. I mean, obviously, he knew how to market himself, or somebody knew yeah. how to market him, and uh, yeah. you know, and he had the look. He had he had yeah. the look. That, yeah, he was a good looking guy, so yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, that's going to draw in the younger female audience too. Mm-hmm. So Most definitely. yeah. So and he was. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So and he was accessible. He wasn't one of those guys who were like, you know what, I'm too good for the audience and and such. Uh, he he interacted with his his fans and uh, and he even, if I'm not mistaken, I almost think he voluntarily signed up for the army. Oh wow! But I'm not I'm not sure. And and if he mm-hmm. did do that, uh, that probably put him in a different level in regards to respect and such. Sure, sure. You know. So. Yeah, and um, you know he he then led you know went into movies and such. Mm-hmm. You know, even you know making some of his songs into movies. Really, like yeah, like um, I can't, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean he just I don't know. He just to this day his name just you know resonates with a lot mm-hmm. of people. And um, yeah, but yeah, and I know, and, but I know there's people on the opposite side of the fence too that can't stand him. You know, yeah, so. oh yeah, and and think about it if he was in today's era starting up the way he started up and if you look at his career and you look at his personal life i mean how many how many people in society would accept him marrying a 14 year old i didn't realize he did <laughs> lisa marie presley was 14 wow yeah Amy priscilla or I'm sorry, yeah, Priscilla Pritt. Lisa Marie's daughter. Yeah, Mary's daughter. <laughs> well, m- not far from it, if you think of it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I believe she was 14 years old. And uh, how much controversy did that have to spark? Yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's a good point because, uh, you know, back then it really wasn't as, you know, thought of as highly as long as the parents gave their blessing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean on the other side. But today, you'd be in jail. In jailhouse rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah and yeah he would well i mean yeah he potentially could be in jail and and uh i don't know maybe maybe because of social media today it, it would be a lot more magnified but maybe it was a lot easier to kind of tuck away and and sweep under the rug uh because That's true yeah you know, cause, yeah, because there wasn't as much coverage from everywhere in the world. Right, you know? right. And and when you look at somebody that's such an icon as Elvis, they, they look at him as there's no, nothing that he can do that's wrong. You know, and I mean, geez. Yeah. He could have murdered somebody and be like, you know what, it, it was Elvis. He obviously had a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, but he yeah, definitely struggled. I mean, he, he struggled later in life. And, uh, and you know, he, he became, um, well, I would say uh, in regards to medical standards, he became obese. He started abusing uh, prescription drugs, um, you know, uh, particularly uh, barbiturates. Uh, he, he had other conditions. I believe you mentioned uh, earlier. He yeah, had, they, said he was, they said he was in the early stages of liver failure. He uh, had, I think they said, oh, no, he had an enlarged liver, I think is what it was. Yeah. He had uh, glaucoma. Um, I can't remember what else it was, but yeah, he had, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to see if I can find it here real quick. Yeah. They said they found 14 drugs wow. in Elvis's system and 10 in a significant quantity. 
Yeah, so you um, wonder you wonder if that was intentional overdose. Yeah. You know? You gotta you gotta wonder. Mm-hmm. You gotta wonder. Um let's see. Oh yeah, here we go. Glaucoma, high blood pressure, liver damage and an enlarged colon. There we go. That's what Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he was yeah, he had some stuff going on there for mm-hmm. sure and and um, you know, if, if the obesity wasn't, you know, one thing, it was, you know, the drug abuse for sure. Yeah. You know? Most definitely. And and he was officially uh, he was officially pronounced dead due to a heart attack mm-hmm. you know, in his home, uh, particularly in his bathroom, which, you know, that was another thing that kind of raised a lot of uh, eyebrows in regards to how he died and, and the position mm-hmm. he was when he died and such. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I guess the, the girlfriend, the girl that he was engaged to at the time um, is the one that found him. And uh, she said that he literally was laying on the floor like he was still sitting on the toilet. Like, yeah. So it makes you wonder how long he was sitting on that toilet. Did, did, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did, 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 did rigor mortis start setting in that he didn't move when he fell? Or You know what I mean? Oh, like, man. Yeah. What a way to die. What yeah, a way I know. To die. I know. Just let me be in my bed sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it won't be hard to fit me in the casket then, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of casket, he is buried in his, uh, basically in his backyard at Graceland. Yeah, you it's know. interesting. I never realized we were, you know, again, we were talking before we recorded. I didn't realize, I knew Graceland was, you know, right there, you know, in the heartland mm-hmm. of Tennessee and everything, but I didn't realize it was all the way tucked down in the corner there. Yeah. Memphis, you know? Tennessee. Yeah. So, the I, so. one of my vacations to Tennessee, I remember... Uh, we were actually on vacation the week of um, Elvis Presley's death, I believe, or his birthday. I forget. Whatever the big day is that they celebrate at Graceland. And okay. I, I would imagine it was his birthday week. Uh, so okay. I, th- I think it was sometime in July. But anyway. Well, uh, he died in August, and it, he was born in January. So. Okay, so it probably would have been his, uh, celebrate, his death then. His death. Uh, okay. Or whatever they do uh, in Graceland that, to celebrate it, but uh, he was. Um, it was that week we were then we were we were actually considering taking a drive down the Graceland just to check it out, and uh, and it's it was obviously a long drive for us because we were in the Nashville area. But um, when we found out that it was that that week, it's like there is yeah. no way, yeah. no way, yeah. I am going near Graceland. Uh, with all those, uh, I don't want to call them freaks, but for lack of a better word, uh, Elvis freaks. Yeah. Elvis fanatics. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, there's no way I want to be near that. So, so I, we chose not to go. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, and one other thing, interesting note about Elvis here was he was the one that, um, he started his career with the legendary Sam Phillips and, um, Sam Phillips had quite a resume and, um, I know this from being a pretty big Johnny Cash fan. Okay. Because um, he was the one that also, you know, found Johnny Cash, or you could say Johnny Cash found him, technically. Yeah. Um, because Johnny Cash went after him when he saw some people recording with him. But, yeah, uh, Sam Phillips, he was the uh, one that, um, that founded uh, Sun Records. Oh, wow. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you heard a lot about Sun Records. There was even a TV show, I think, on, on uh, Spike or something about it at one point. Wasn't yeah, there a TV I show th- called Sun Records or something? I or? think so. I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, Sun Records, I mean, they, Elvis Presley, Charlie Ray, Troy Orbis, and Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash. I mean, come on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there it is. He was just nailing people out during that time. Heck, frame, yeah. You, know? you want to talk about knowing talent or spotting talent. Yeah, so absolutely. You, so you're a big Johnny so, Cash fan? Oh yeah, I, I when um, what, I, I won't say huge. like I'm not like I don't know all the history of it and everything, all that kind of stuff. I will say that when when the movie came out, um, I really got to appreciate his his life, what he went through, sure, and um, really started enjoying his music after that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah yep. I, I I asked that because you know in Nashville they have the Johnny Cash Museum and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it really is cool because you walk through and you're literally walking through history um, at the start of his career to the to the end of his career when he passed away. Uh, all his Grammys are on display there. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool 
uh, museum. Another reason for you to get out to Nashville, Troy. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, with with Cash too. The cool thing, he just you know like he was just a regular dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just it's just so weird because just like none of that. I mean, it's a shame he got into some of his his drug issues as well yeah. that he got into. But um, other than that, like, like he was just a dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He just, yeah, he was he, one of those guys where you know he was common folk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he just he wanted to go to the prison and play for the boys. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, he yeah, he's one of those guys where you can walk in a bar and he'd be sitting at the bar and you'd just sit next to him and and you just chatted up, not even knowing who he was. I know, and that's and that's what I found so interesting about him when I was watching that movie and stuff, and just like, you know, I didn't realize that he had lost his brother at such a young age, mm-hmm. and that was sad, and yeah. and that had to play a lot with him mentally. It really did because oh yeah, you know, I don't know how true the movie is, but but um, according to the movie, like his dad put a lot of blame on him for that, or not necessarily blame, mm-hmm. but made him feel guilty about yeah. it. You know, like, yeah. And, you know, saying that, you know, my other son here and he had so much going for him and he wasn't lazy, he wasn't, you know, but, you know, you're the one that lives, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so. Little did dad know what this guy would become, right? Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. And, and, you know, he, there's a lot of, you you can't, you can't really, you can see how things kind of might've turned there and he might've, you know, started, you know, going to some drugs and stuff like that to try to figure out an outlet or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what a cool dude he was. And I'm sure we'll talk about him more in, in uh, you know, when we get to maybe his birthday or something like that. Most definitely. Um, but, yeah, Sam Phillips and, you know, Elvis Presley. I mean, that <laughs> that was, uh, man, what a pairing. And then, like I said, what Sam Phillips turned into and the amount of freaking talent he found. Whew. So I wonder, and, I mean, I don't know the I don't know the details behind who makes what out of you know in regards to money and such but sam phillips mm-hmm. i mean how much money do you think that guy was worth in his time yeah let's find out yeah um, i mean he had I mean, and, to. and you know what that was and, and the other thing you got to realize too is this you know what what year was this this was uh he founded he founded sun records in oh let's see I'm thinking it would have probably been somewhere around 1953 is when he met up with uh, Elvis. Uh-huh. So here we go. Uh, I'm reading as we scroll through here. I wonder what it takes um, to. I wonder what it takes to become a um, record producer or the owner of a place like Sun Records. I mean, in today's day and age, it's not that difficult to do the recordings and such. But um, but we should we should start our own stay tuned um, our Studio. studios and then you know we've already interviewed quite a few folks that uh, we could put on our label right sure absolutely <laughs> um, yeah so it said he founded he founded in 1952 okay um, he was working as a radio DJ and just and just figured he wanted to start his own thing wow there we go um, we yeah. were radio DJs um, too. So, hmm. yeah, he had to be working. I'm trying to find some information on Sam Phillips here. Yeah, um, his net worth was 15 million when he passed. And 15 million. When did he pass? Does it say he passed in 2003, July 30th, 2003? Okay. Yeah, I mean, so so okay, so he did okay for himself, basically. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean. Let's let's take it back to when he started making his money. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pretty cool. This page I just found. I'll, probably, I'll tell you about it then. Sure. Yeah, think about when he started making his money in 1952. Um, like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, obviously, he, didn't, he wasn't 15 million then, but I'm sure by the time he's got Elvis and Johnny Cash and Roy Orbison, oh my gosh, uh, whatever the other names I said there were, <laughs> like you got You got to figure that uh, you know he, he started making some money there not too soon after. Yeah, he did. Um, he did okay for himself, I'm sure. But, but yeah, this website I found it's uh, celebworth.net, and you can find uh, celebrities. Uh-huh. And you go to the page, and from the time you click on the page, there's a little counter that starts, and it tells you how much money they would have earned from the time you visited the page until. So right now, this page I just visited, I've only been here 
maybe a little bit more than a minute, and he's already earned two dollars and forty five cents. <laughs> wow! And he's dead. <laughs> and he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think you and I are going to be making money when we die. I don't think. Well, but you never let's know. See how, let's see how our studio turns out. That's right. That's right. Stay tuned, studios. <laughs> We'll have to figure out uh, whose house we're going to do it in, but, you know, we can make it work. Uh, we'll find somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But, um, hey, speaking of uh, famous people, though, um, we did leave a few birthdays out last week. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before right. we get into that, I did want to mention, we did find one other little fun fact, and take it for what it's worth, but tomorrow is the birthday of the alleged son Oh, yes. Um, who, uh, his legal name is now Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. Um, mm. But when he was born, he was born at the, in the, as the name Philip Stanek. Um, but apparently, um, Elvis and uh, one of his extras on a movie, um, I can't remember her name. Let's see if I can find it here. Oh, here we go. Angelique Dolores Pettyjohn. She was an extra in the film Blue Hawaii. Oh. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, he got her pregnant, and she had a son, um, and it was kept hush-hush, and I don't know, there was probably money involved, I would almost imagine. Um, yeah, I would hope so. And they, this, apparently, you know, allegedly, this son was not to be told about who his dad was until he was 21 years old, and when he found out, the day he found out, he, I don't know if it was the day he found out, but the year he found out, he went and changed his name <laughs> to his dad's name as a junior. And uh, this guy performs, and um, yeah, well, he was a I, I circus performer. A little bit of a similarity. Uh-huh. What was that? I said he was a circus performer of all things. Yeah, he started off as you know he's a circus performer. Um, he was. Um, it says he entered the spotlight as a circus clown at the age of five, Jeez. and then he went to train cats. By the age of fifteen, was the youngest animal trainer in the world. Wow! And then at the age of sixteen, he began performing in nightclubs, and. Um, yeah, so he was in the circus all the way up until like you know he found out who he who his dad was and and um, and he was born alleged, in, he was born in nineteen seventy three right yeah I think that's what I said yep yeah um, yeah so it's it's you know it's interesting and I you know I I, I don't know I, you got to wonder if it's true or not I don't know. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a far-fetched thing because, let's Absolutely face it, not. you know, I'm sure Elvis, uh, I'm sure Elvis uh, kind of had his fun, you know, throughout oh, his sure. career. I'm, and sure such, had, so. I'm sure he had his pick of the ladies. Yeah, I'm sure he did, and uh, it <laughs> wouldn't be a far-fetched thing. It doesn't sound like, doesn't sound like uh, there was a huge profit to be made from this coming out uh, information. Right. So, yeah, it would kind of make sense that this happened. I feel bad yeah. for the kid because uh, I do too. Yeah. Man, he's been missing out on all that, and not just the fame, but the fortune, really. Yeah, and, most definitely. So. Yeah, the, the fortune, like someone like Lisa Marie, is mm-hmm. is receiving. Yeah, she, you know, or yeah, has I think she's. I think she's listed as the legal owner of Graceland. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's um, it's a shame. Doesn't even get to know his sister either. Really, probably. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But then, and, speaking of other birthdays, is um, you know we we got so hung up on uh, Muhammad Ali and, and righteously so. Oh actually. yeah. Um, but um, we forgot two other pretty important birthdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, one being Betty White. Yes, Betty at 99 White. Ninety nine years old. I Nin- mean, my goodness. I know, and there's there's a woman that I would like to claim as some kind of my relative. So <laughs> you know, since we share the same last name and all, and. Uh, yeah, but she won't. She won't acknowledge me. So you know, I, yeah. I'm a little heartbroken by that. Little, little snobby. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Betty White, but, uh, 99 years old. I mean, think about that. Is, that's icon. insane, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, 100 years ago it would be what 1921. So she was born in 1922. Uh, yep. Think about all the things that someone who is 99 years old today has witnessed in life. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, like the transition of vehicles. I mean, she was alive yeah. when Henry Ford was alive. Yeah, you know, uh, she was. I mean, she was around uh, when television was really um, not heard of. 
she would have been a kid during the depression. Yeah. And a kid that would at the age to remember things too, not like two years old kid. Like she would have been, you know, let's see the, the depression started in 29. That's when the yeah. crash, right? So seven years old. Okay. So she was only seven years old. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's an age where you start remembering things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So she probably has a very distinct memory of depression, and and I don't know what her home life was, and I don't know if they were in poverty, and I, I don't know all that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's yeah, she's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So she and she oh listen, and I mean I'm just pulling up a little bit of her history here. She was the only child. Um. Hmm. And um. Let's see. They moved to California when, in, 20, in 1923, so she would have only been a year old when they moved. Wow. Um, and later to Los Angeles during the Great Depression. There you go. So Jeez. To make extra money, her father would build radios and sell them wherever he could since it was the height of the Depression and hardly anyone had a sizable income. He would trade the radios in exchange for other goods, including dogs on some occasions. Oh, my. And and you so, know what? Think about that. She has a huge love for animals. Um, good point yeah so i bet you that i bet you that came from that yeah hmm yeah so um i mean it's yeah just what an interesting life she had interest in wildlife it said she initially aspired to be a forest ranger oh my gosh i mean i could see it she's she's a very like i said she's very in touch and and has a deep love for all animals i could see her wanting to be out in the forest and 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 doing that kind of thing but wow i'm I'm glad she chose the career she chose (laughs) yeah so she did okay for herself and and you think about it think about a show like the golden girls you know that she starred on she really played a ditzy blonde that Mm -hmm. was like that just had no knowledge whatsoever but yet here a woman you know she's probably one of the most intelligent people in the show business yeah to number one to be yeah, around she, this long yeah absolutely i mean she was um i mean just think of some of the friends she was with she was friends with the b arthur of course from the golden girls sure um she was great friends with lucille ball oh my gosh um even says liberace okay um she was uh, mary tyler moore there's another icon you know i mean uh, the author giant Sten, uh, steinbeck yeah i mean yeah, she just has... think of all the people that she's come across in her life. Like that's it's just insane. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, think about that. She, she was, um, she was around. You know, when we we talked about Elvis Presley. You know, around when Elvis mm-hmm. was in his prime when he first started, yeah. and uh, she saw his whole lifespan. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Not too yeah. many people can say that today. And um, and all, it kind of got me thinking too, you know. Um, I'm 46. You're 40. You know, what did you what What would you say in your life or our life that has come around that we would say is um, is kind of like the big deal? Like, what can we say that was in in society in whatever invented invented uh, that? Uh, it would have to be. It would have to be something along the lines of. You know, internet stuff like that. You know, well, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, that's the easy one, but I mean, but that's still. I mean, we were still kind of. You can almost say we were adults when that became. Uh, one of well, well, maybe you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut up. No. <laughs> I remember. I remember having dial-up in high school. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, dial-up. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine mm-hmm. that? That was a pain. Yeah, yeah, it was. You, know, could you... you had to get a separate phone line, and, and you know, unless mm-hmm. you wanted to get knocked off the internet if somebody called you. Yeah, you know? and there was no way we could do a show like this with video back in the day. <laughs> oh no way, no way. Oh. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I mean that's one. I mean, as far as inventions, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Um, as far as events, definitely nine eleven. Oh yeah, um, most definitely. Um, but as far as any other things that came along in society, maybe electric cars. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And what about? I mean, um, that wasn't that wasn't when we were kids, but I remember as a kid, and uh, this kind of goes right along with satellite radio. But um, I, I remember as a kid when cable TV, sure. um, you know, was just coming out, and everybody was up in arms, and they're like, "There is no way." 
There is no way someone is going to pay for TV when we can have it for free. Mm -hmm. Tell me who is not paying for TV today. In some form, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's all kinds of different forms of TV now, whether it be streaming or whatever. Yep, right. exactly. Or yeah, exactly. So whether you have Netflix or or whatever kind of streaming device, there's no way someone in today's day and age is not paying for right that format. So yep. and then the people said it the same about radio. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when satellite radio first came out, it's like there is no way someone is going to pay for radio when you can get it for free on your car and and such and yeah lo and behold here we go yeah you know, so one of the one of the first cable companies was actually in pennsylvania oh really um yeah and and, and you know how I'm, I'm trying to remember the city it was in uh, it was somewhere in the mountains oh. um but all they did the, the way the way cable first started uh-huh. was a guy had a tower like yeah. on top of a mountain yeah. And he just ran wires down to houses off the mountain. Like, <laughs> oh, my god! And that's literally all it was. Like, <laughs> um, Could you imagine yeah, what that I mean, mountain looked like <laughs> with yeah, all those wires? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I would imagine when he got down to the houses, he probably figured out a way to, um, you know, like bury it clean it up and yeah. maybe just jump from house to house or something like that. Or, I don't know. True. And I'm trying to remember. It was somewhere up north in Pennsylvania in the mountains, and I don't okay. know if I'm going to be able to find it. But um, I used to know a little bit about this. Um, yeah, that sounds interesting, though. From from being in the business a little bit myself, mm-hmm. but um, it's not. I can't find it. Yeah, I, I just remember. I, I just remember with um, when we first got cable, it was mm-hmm. um, it was just a huge deal, and. Uh, and it was, you know, because because it wasn't free. Yeah. And uh, I was in awe because, like, oh, you know, we get to watch, we get to watch these pay per view type of events when, you know, uh, I forget, I forget what we had on our cable, but I I remember it was like Cinemax or something or HBO, and um, yeah, it was just amazing. It probably would have been Prism. Pro- oh, you know what? You're right. It was. I do remember it being yeah. Prism. Prism, that was a big one because yeah. that was the Philly sports and stuff was on there. Yep. Um, it was claimed that the first cable television system in the United States was created in 1948. Oh, my gosh. In, in Manoy City. Manoy, how do you say it? Manoy Ma- City? Mahanoy. Mahanoy City. Yes. Pennsylvania by John Walson. Oh, wow. And that's not far from here. That's what I'm saying. From I knew, where I we knew are. it was kind of, yeah, I knew yeah. it was kind of close to here. Yep. Um, Mahanoy City is probably about 45 minutes from where I live. Okay. So, okay. up in this I mean, Schuylkill. Yeah, and it was up in Schuylkill. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I thought it was. Um, yeah, so isn't that something? And then um, there's another place here. Um, James F. Reynolds developed one in his town of Mapledale, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, which includes Sandy Lake, Stoneboro, Polk, Cochranton, and Meadville. Okay, I know Meadville. I don't know the other ones. Okay, yeah, Meadville, um, Crawford County. Uh, oh, it's up near Erie. Mm-hmm. Up near Erie. Okay. okay. Wow, isn't that um, something? Yeah, and then um, let me see if I can. There's a little bit more. That was the first uh, first commercial city, first commercial system. Was in Lansford, Pennsylvania. Huh. Um, a town in the same region as Mahanoy City. I can't say that. <laughs> it's an Indian it's name. A, oh, Ma- is it? Okay. Yeah, Mahanoy. Okay. Now that you say that, it makes. Okay, I can yeah. do it now. All right. Yeah. And then um, the. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. It's. It's come a long way since then <laughs> because, I mean, back then, really, all they were doing was just pulling over the air channels, and next thing you know, you know what I mean? You're getting mm-hmm. all kinds of, you know. I mean, think think about your picture on your TV today, as compared to when you oh. first got cable, or you know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Or even think about even, what how much TVs cost back in the yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. You know, um, I I built this house where I live in 2003, so mm-hmm. uh, it's you know it'll be 18 years this summer, and. Uh, and I remember getting, you know, I built a theater room, which is a room that I'm sitting in now. 
but we also put in a, I think it's a 55 inch uh, projection TV that I still mm-hmm. have here. It's like very high end uh, whatnot. Uh, but I mean, that TV costs over a thousand dollars. You know, back in two thousand and three or four. You know, where I can get a TV. In fact, I have a TV upstairs in my family room that is five inches bigger than that, and I only paid a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, um, what is wrong with that? You know, why? Why is it's just amazing how far we've come? And and you look at yeah. even back in the day, radios cost a lot of money. Yeah, they did. Right. You know, they and did. and now radios are almost free at this point. That's that's crazy. I mean, there's another pretty crazy, um, you know, technology there with the radio airwaves and stuff like that. Yeah, yep. The difference. Well, I mean, that goes along with the TV airwaves too. But I mean, that's just that's I don't know, man. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. How people think of this stuff, you know? Yeah, it is. Don't you wonder just like how that all starts? Like, I bet you if I send this up an antenna, yeah, like I bet you you'll be able to watch it too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like how do you like how do I look at a piece of wire and be like? I can get a picture through this. Yeah, you know? I know. That's basically what you're saying. Right. Or, or you can get, I can get my voice to where it will project in all these cars. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, I know. It's, it's so crazy. So mm-hmm. crazy. It is. It really but, is. But, uh, yeah. So I don't know how Buddy White took us down this road. <laughs> <laughs> it took it, well, it was a, an age of what happened during her lifetime, you know. And, oh, uh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, um, wow. But yeah, I mean, she's seen everything. And then another she important has. birthday, um, another, what, I guess. Last another, week as well. Yeah. And uh, and you look at yeah, this person. Natural. She was 24 years younger. Like, Betty White was 24 years old when... Dolly Parton was born. I know. <laughs> I know. And and Dolly Parton's like considered this antique icon, you know, and here she is born, you know, uh, last week, at, you know, she's 75 years old today. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, she was, um, she was a favorite and, and you and I, I forget who we were talking with about this before, mm-hmm. but, um, if you haven't found this yet on YouTube, you need to find it because it's just interesting. There's a video of uh, somebody playing her record, Jolene. Yeah. And instead of playing it, um, I think it was released as a 45. And instead of playing it as the 45, they re- they played it as a 33 and a third. Yeah. And it slows it down just enough. And it almost sounds like a man's voice singing it. Yeah, but in the and, same um, tune. Yeah. And it, it, it almost puts like a blues feel to it. Yeah. Like it has like a, like it, it's really cool. And I just, you know, suggest any of our listeners that haven't had a chance to listen to that to go listen to it. It's just really cool. Oh yeah. Most definitely. And, um, and of course, you know, her most famous song probably is I will always love you, even though her recording wasn't the one that made it <laughs> as big as it became. No, Whitney Houston um, made that one. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney Houston took that one to a whole other level. Um, she sure and usually did. I'm not a fan of, um, you know, I shouldn't say I'm not a fan of covers. I'm not a fan of covers just to cover it. Yeah. I like when there's a different twist to it or or even if it's put down in a different genre type mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I think that's where this one hits off okay because, you know, obviously when she wrote that, it was had a very country feel to it. Yeah. Um, but when Whitney did it, it definitely had the very uh, pop top 40 hit, you know, feel to it. And it was um, amazingly done. And, and let's face it, I oh, mean, yeah. Whitney Houston could could sing. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I mean, to, t- to take a quote from uh, Randy Jackson of American Idol, she could sing a phone book. I mean, literally. <laughs> so you know. true. So true. <laughs> I know. So, but yeah, Dolly Parton, seventy-five, and and think about where that woman has come from. You know, she came from the uh, the foothills of like Pigeon Forge and and that area of Tennessee, um, mm-hmm. dirt poor. You know, very dirt poor where. Wow. You know, she barely, you know, they barely had food on the table. They barely, you know, mom had to sew all of their clothes, you know. So she really, she really came from literally nothing to where she is today. And not only where she is today, but she still is in the same area as where she grew up. And yeah, and really, when you look at that area, that area is really, a lot of it has to do with uh, how Dolly Parton has 
stayed in town because you know she created Dollywood that is uh-huh. in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. You know she created a lot of things. Uh, if you go in that area, you'll find her name on a lot of buildings. Wow! You know, so she really built those towns in that area. So, um, and and for the life of me, I can't think of the name. And I know it was the town she was born in, but it, um, but Pigeon uh, Forge Pittman Center. Is that what it says? That's what it, that's what it says on our Wikipedia. Okay, yeah, enough, yeah. It's Pigeon Forge, and I forget what the other town is, but. Oh my! It's Gatlinburg. Be... Gatlinburg. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think she yeah. she was more from the Gatlinburg area, which is about fifteen minutes from Pigeon Forge. Okay. Um, but you know, deep in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just an amazing icon. Uh, I I've grown to have a lot of respect for her over the years. Um, you know, just just knowing what she has done for the community and what she has done for. Um, people that have that don't have a lot of money in schools and such mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she, she just does so much she does seem to do a lot yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and um and i can tie this in with something else that just recently happened um um in 2009 when an interview with the now late larry king mm-hmm. she had written it she, she had claimed to have written at least three thousand songs Wow. And that's since she had been writing since the age of seven. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a lot of songs. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And, and not only that, but could she stand on stage and be like, yeah, I think I'll sing this song and remember all the lyrics? I mean, how could yeah, you? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm sure a lot of those songs she wrote for other people, I would imagine. You oh, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's a lot of songs and... Uh, no, real quick, just wanted to throw out there, you know, the Larry King too. My gosh, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, he was what eighty-seven, um, something right so there. Yeah, you get COVID at that age, just not a good, uh, it's not a good thing. Mm-mm. But yeah. he hung in there a while with it, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah, he did. He sounded like uh, it sounded like it was a long, hard-fought battle for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, um. I hope when this all settles down and people stop looking at it in a political eye, you know, that mm-hmm. people are going to realize that this was a real pandemic. Um, people did die from it. You know, there's a lot of people who suffered from it, who had it and lived and, and or so are forth, still suffering or are still suffering. And, and I can speak on behalf of the people who are still suffering because I see it every day mm-hmm. with where I work. So, and maybe not directly affected by it, but suffering for another reason, yep. you know? Oh yeah. Cause they lost a family member they, or they they're working it. on the front lines, yep. you know, or they lost their job, you sure. know, Absolutely. Maybe they, Good maybe, point. or, you know, or they lost their business. You know, there's a sure. lot of things that were lost, um, because of this pandemic and, you know, and yeah, we can definitely jump in a, during a, down a political hole with this, but, you know, I don't think it would. Well, there's no it. need to, though, no, because, no um, it, you know, it, it's a real thing. You know, it's a real thing. And, you know, to be honest, you know, nobody really knows what the right answer is at this point. <laughs> We're no. just, I mean, honestly, people are just still just trying stuff. Like, should we shut down? Should we not shut yeah. down? Like, at this point, know? we're in survival mode. Right, right. You know? So. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of ironic to – not ironic. It's kind of odd to see how – throughout the United States, different states attack mm-hmm. this in different ways. You right. know, if you travel down to Florida, it's not even, people don't even acknowledge it at this point. Pretty you know, much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or, or Texas, uh, or, you know, states like that. And then if you jump into California or Pennsylvania, you know, we're almost, well, we're still pretty much shut down. You yeah, know? to a certain extent. Yeah, for I sure. mean, we're getting yeah. better, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say on a positive note, Troy, you know, working in the hospital systems, uh, we are now seeing um, we're seeing more people survive from it. And we're also seeing um, like there was a time when I can tell you every bed in the intensive care unit was literally dedicated to COVID patients. Uh, wow. Today is it's not that way. It's actually probably half. Well, I and, think it's probably because we're getting more 
research on it. We're getting more understanding mm-hmm. of how to do it and how to treat it. And, um, and people are taking more precautions. Let's face that it. That too. You know? yeah. Sure, absolutely. Um, now, I, I am hearing, and, and, and uh, you know, you could probably tell me if I'm wrong about this or not, but I'm hearing, like, the flu is almost non-existent at this point. Well, yeah, because of how we uh, take care of ourselves with the mask and such. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to live my life like that. By the way, I no, sure, I know. don't either. Um, so I'll I'll accept the flu, and who knows? Maybe in a weird way, this might help kill off the flu virus from coming back. Wouldn't that be weird? That would be weird. You know? Yeah, um, I would be okay with that. And yeah. Um, yeah, so who knows? Maybe that would be a positive that comes out of that. And uh, I will I, say I, I, where God. this started in China. Um, they're claiming they don't have it anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's an article, and I forget where I saw it, um, but there's an article where they were showing the Chinese community. Well, oh, you know what? I actually saw it on one of our local TV stations, and mm-hmm. um, and they showed um, footage of all the, all the folks walking around and dancing around in China, celebrating and whatnot, but they were all still wearing masks, but that's... That's their norm. I was going to say that's normal for them. Though, yeah, yeah, that's their norm. So, yeah, so it is showing. There are signs of this starting to recede and and go away. Hmm. So um, we can only keep our fingers crossed and say that yeah, this is uh, this will eventually get out of here. And I, and you and I talked about this before with um, with the masks and such. But I think there is going to be certain places mm-hmm. that go to this style permanently i really do i do yeah yeah we talked about what especially the, uh, especially the health field mm-hmm. maybe you know the probably food. the restaurant workers yep 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 stuff definitely. like that yeah i can definitely see this happening for sure <laughs> i will say though i went into a pizza shop yesterday and uh not a single person was wearing a mask including <laughs> including all the employees but um, <laughs> no but i was just like uh you know what i'm vaccinated i feel okay <laughs> yeah so right. yeah so it's uh, but um but yeah, that, so they're still kind of like in that, you know, and, and you'll find that in pockets here in the area that we live in, you mm-hmm. know, there's, there's pockets that are totally not accepting and there's pockets that are accepting. Spe- it's funny you say that because I stopped, I had a, I, was, I had a job at a pizza shop yesterday Oh. and this was up north in Millersburg and, uh, oh, wow. yeah, they, none, of, none of their employees were wearing masks <laughs> either, so. <laughs> yeah. Great food, by the way, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I'll i tell you what. I mean, let's face it. We kind of started this podcast. Um, right at the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, or, well, right well after, pretty yeah. much in the, in the heavy flow of the pandemic. So sure. I'll be yeah. curious to see how we adjust when this kind of settles down and and we can. It would be nice if we can get some of our interviews in person, you know? I know. I know. I would love that. And. You know, particularly with one of our interviewees, you know, of Liquid Noise, you mm-hmm. know, I would love to kind of go out there and, and do an on the, on the spot interview and, and on site interview. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. And I know we were, um, I know I was, we were talking about that music fest that I do, um, yep. that I'm a part of. We're hoping to, you know, eventually one day have it at his establishment at Liquid Noise, mm-hmm. but um, but we're kind of up in the air because of covid yeah so you still don't know if you're holding it yet or not at this point we're not sure if we're gonna we're definitely not going to because our initial plans was to do it in may we're definitely not going to do it in may uh so we might be doing it late summer but we'll see not sure yet that's uh that'll be a discussion to be had later so we'll see but yeah um so yeah a lot of things a lot of things going on that we need to adjust to and uh kind of go from there but uh boy did we talk about a lot of different things today we did um (laughs) but it's you know we'll find content if there's none available how about that that's right that's right oh and speaking of and i'm gonna i'm gonna take the blame for this Uh, um we were we were supposed to uh interview marquez and Mm -hmm. uh and because I did not send it to the correct email, <laughs> he did not receive the invite, and therefore uh, this kind of got um, put on the back burner. So we're hoping we have him scheduled to interview this Tuesday, 
and then uh, we'll record it on Tuesday. So uh, if all works out, and I know he received it because he sent the uh, he sent the um, yeah he replied response. back so he received it. Yep. yep. So so I know he received it. I I hope it's in the making. But yeah, Marquez, uh, um, what is his last name again for the life? Sullivan. Of me? Yeah, Sullivan. Um, we expect to interview him and he seems like a pretty interesting guy. I want to learn more about the business that he's, uh, running or, um, promoting or whatever. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more about that. Uh, yeah, definitely a new age company. And it's, and especially with the, with the times we're going through right now, it seems like a perfect, um, oh my gosh, yeah. avenue to be in. Absolutely. Yep, yeah. The telehealth service. So we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll see where, uh, where that interview takes us. But uh, but yeah, we definitely uh, we definitely talked a lot today. We talked about pretty much anything and everything what was ever on our mind and uh, and whatever popped up. <laughs> so absolutely. So with that being said, um, guys, I with hope that you being said, go Bills. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're we're in, we're uh, recording this on a Sunday morning, so Troy is going to be a little bit uh, anxiety ridden throughout the rest of the day. And uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So. Um, so what do you have uh, planned for the day to kind of get your mind off of uh, oh, Bill's scheme? I don't know. Just some household stuff, I guess. There and, you go. Uh, yeah. You know, just doing the normal household chores and such. <laughs> Maybe tear the pantry apart and redo that. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's There's a lot of stuff that it, that's going to be happening uh, just to keep my mind clear because, yeah, I'll be going nuts. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. So, but yeah, so good luck to the Bills, and uh, I'm gonna say good luck to Green Bay because I have them picked as well, and um, and we'll see what happens. But uh, but yeah, so until uh, next week, folks. Uh, everybody have a uh, safe week and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Stay Tuned TNH, email us Stay Tuned TNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.